All right, y'all, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, of course, myself here as always, Sanders. Um, I got my boy Dupree with me. Yo, 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 what's going on, player? Man, hey, trying to survive out here in this cold, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's out here. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm safe and sealed inside the crib with some heat, but you know, yeah, it's supposed to be one of the put like one of the coldest like Christmases <laughs> that I can remember in my recent memory for sure. Oh no, I feel it. I feel it. Everybody been telling me I brought Cleveland down here with me, so I've been getting <laughs> blamed a little bit. I've been getting blamed for. Uh, the weather that's down here, it's, it is what it is. I, ah, that's tough. Uh, it's all good. You see what I'm saying? It's all good. <laughs> but we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Everybody just, you know, throw a jacket on. If you don't got to go outside for real, don't go outside. Everybody be all right. Everybody be all right. Yeah, nah, that's yeah. the best way for sure. If you ain't got to mm-hmm. go nowhere, just, man, stay up in the crib for sure. I got some snow. Y'all got snow. Uh, right now a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, probably not as much as like uh, probably what you know, like the northeast of the Midwest, probably dealing with mm-hmm. uh, up that way. But yeah, just just a little bit. I think we're supposed to get like uh, maybe like I think between like half an inch to an inch, maybe maybe two inches in some parts. You know what I'm saying? But you know, that is that's. You know, you shoot, you in Ohio, you know, bro, you been in Ohio, that ain't really nothing, you know, two inches, mm-hmm. you know, y'all still, That's everything, it's, it's still normal, yeah, you know, so, yeah. It, it, it'll be all right, though, man, I think, you know, folks, you know, everybody down south, bro, just, they ain't used to it, so it's just like, anytime they hear any type of inclement weather, they just like, nope, shut it all down. <laughs> yeah, no, I already know everything get ready to shut down, down here, it's, it's supposed to be. Hey, we're gonna get some strong wind here coming up. Um, but everybody is all out of sorts. Everybody thinking that it's supposed to snow and the weather's supposed to be bad and everything. Now it's gonna be colder than you know than it normally ever is down uh, down there. I'm in I'm in uh, Atlanta now, down in Georgia. Um, so it's gonna be colder than it ever than it ever normally is. But it's like it's not gonna snow. It's just some wind. It's gonna be cold. Like. That's it. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> like, like everything will be okay. Are <laughs> you trying to get people to understand? Like, it'll be all right. We're gonna survive. Like, it's, it's be right, 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 man. We're gonna be all right, man. We is gonna be all right. But, uh, man, you know, I mean, Christmas is coming up this Sunday, man. Hopefully, everybody is, um, you know, where they need to be, or you know, trying to get to be, uh, and they hopefully they make it uh, safe and smoothly. Um, man, a lot. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot going on, going down in the world of sports too, man. This is another busy time. Obviously, uh, we in bowl season right now with college football. That's been going underway. Uh, man, basketball is in NBA is in full swing. College basketball is in full swing. Uh, coming up on the big Christmas Day games. Um, and then of course, uh, we're down to the last what three weeks now. I think we are in week sixteen. Yeah, we in week sixteen in the NFL. So we're down to the last, down to the last uh, three weeks here in the, in the regular season. As teams are fighting to you know uh, get these division titles and and get into the playoffs and everything like that, man. So you know it's been it's been a lot going on here in the world of sports. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it here uh, with with, uh, with college football, man. You know, so like I said. Um, 
bowl games. Bowl week uh, kicked off, I believe, last Friday on the 16th. Uh, so it's been you know a couple of bowl games here and there. Uh, UAB eked out. UAB eked out a win against Miami of Ohio. Short uh, took care of UTSA. Just to name a few. Uh, I mean, you know, a couple of other bowl games been going on. Obviously, you know, uh, kind of your your uh, smaller schools are kind of been playing so far. But you know, this this weekend and these this next week or so here is when we start to see the the bigger power five schools and uh you know i guess the more successful ones here and there's a few of them here and there but one of your more uh prevalent known bowl games or whatever like that man but i guess really just to kind of briefly talk about it like have you uh been able to catch a a bowl game or two to watch or you just kind of been like "Uh, i ain't really feeling none of these i try to wait until I see some. I feel, you know, because I think now, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because they were older now, but you know, I feel like back then, like you didn't want to miss not one bowl game. Yeah, if, you yeah. Had, if yeah, if you, if you wanted the chance to watch it, you were gonna watch it, and that was that was gonna be the end of it. And you know, I don't know if it has anything to do with um with with the with the playoff because I don't want to blame the playoff because I mean I know. You know, if it's like a school that I follow, if it's, you know what I'm saying, I'm a model playing or anything like that, I'm going to try to always catch uh, that particular game. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, I don't I don't care if this is just the the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. If if I'm a fan of Washington State or I'm a fan of Fresno State, I'm watching that game. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, I know the playoffs is coming, but, you know, whatever. So, like, have you been able to catch any of the bowl games? Um, no, nah, I haven't been able to catch one, man. Um, there hasn't been one to really catch my eye just yet. Uh, I, I paid attention to the uh, UTSA Troy game. I paid, paid attention to that one, um, and then in the, I didn't finish watching it. Um, I was Troy came back and won, but no, nah, I, mean, I just haven't really paid attention. So I know the games next week. There are a lot of games coming up next week. I'm, I'm I'm interested in, um, but I haven't been able to catch one. There have been some surprises for sure. Um, been some some lopsided victories that I did not see coming. Definitely, uh, just I mean, you're talking about even the one tonight, Air Force beat beat Baylor by 15 uh, today. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, I haven't been able to catch one next week. Next week, I'm locked in though. There's gonna be a lot of good games next week. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I hadn't really caught any of them. I was able to watch a little bit of um, yesterday's game or Wednesday's um, game between um, Western Kentucky and uh, in, in South Alabama. I did get a chance to see that, that New Orleans ball game just a little bit. I saw like the first, kind of like the last uh, five minutes of the first half. And I mean... Man, you know, Western was doing Western things, bro. They was pouring it on, bro. It was 31 to 3 at halftime. And that was a good they, they beat they beat a real good South Alabama team that yes, won did. 10 games. They they won 10 games this season. So uh Western put on the show last night, definitely, bro. So um that's probably like the only one I've been able to catch. You know, a lot just been busy with a lot of things. But you know, now I got this, you know, I got this little mini break coming up here. I'm gonna definitely try to catch me. Um a few games for sure, especially next week, just because we got some of those bigger, you know, bigger games there in 
even on Saturday on Christmas Eve, you know, definitely got to see, definitely got to see what the guys going to do down in Hawaii uh, for sure against 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 San Diego State. So that's that's one I'm definitely going to watch. Man, my pops was like, he was like, man, you ain't tell me, uh, you ain't tell me MTSU was going and, and going bowling. I was like, yeah, man, I ain't really get a chance to tell you like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's it's cool though. They sitting up there. We we in the freezing cold. Them boys in Hawaii, you know. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's what uh, I was talking to my cousin about it because we went out there while I was there too, and I was telling him like you, it's gonna be a uh, the weather change is gonna be amazing, and then you gonna come back. <laughs> He's like, dang, I wish I was still there, <laughs> <laughs> boy. Yeah, you out there chilling. They out there chilling all year, man. So, yeah, I'm I'm proud of them. It was I was able to go out there uh, last last weekend, catch a practice, and hang with my my little cousin and stuff. So, it was yeah. good, it was good to see them. I'm, I'm happy they they going bowling again. Hopefully, they can uh they can get the deal this time. Hopefully, they can get that the deal was, this um, time. Now was that um out of all the ones you went to? Come see that was the, y'all you went one year was in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You was on the squad. You was on the squad for the New Orleans Bowl squad, right? Yeah, you was on that one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, did uh, you go to the? Did you go to the first Bahama Bowl one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bahamas. And then you had the they they had the one down there in um in Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. Down in Montgomery. Yeah, yeah. down in Montgomery. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I know the answer to this, but I just want to <laughs> ask you, bro. Which which spot was the was the best? Like. I think I know the answer, but I just want to ask because you might you might say something different. Which spot was the best one, bro? When you went, when y'all went, bro? For you, which was the like best best one to go to? I mean, I'm gonna say Hawaii. Like Hawaii yeah. was Hawaii was just. I mean, you talking about? I had never been. I never. Obviously, that's a, a place that you would want to go, but I had never been. Never thought about going or. When I'd be able to go, especially at that point, like I was a sophomore, so like, when am I ever gonna have the money? <laughs> you feel me to be able to go <laughs> nah, for to sure. go to Hawaii? But right, um, that experience, man, was just outside of the weather, just like the stuff that's out there, the food, like just how how like it's a beautiful place, man. Like it's just there's a lot of history there too. Like we were able to go see Pearl Harbor. And, um, and all, you know, different type of venues and then just the beach and the views and all that. But I will say New Orleans was probably a close second. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a ball. I had a ball in New Orleans, man. We had, we had a good time in New Orleans, too. And that was my first time going to New Orleans. Um, so, like, I was, I was blessed enough, you know, every place that we were able to go bowling, I think outside of Montgomery, I had never been to. I had never been to New Orleans. I had never been to Hawaii. Never been to the Bahamas. So um, that was just a blessing, just in and of itself. But I, yeah, Hawaii, like it would, it would drizzle. I'm kidding you not, man. Like it would barely drizzle for like ten minutes, and there'd be a a double rainbow. Like it's like that out there, dude. Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So yeah, I would have to go with the Hawaii. With Hawaii for sure. Man, bro, that's some hey. You gotta go. That's an, ama- that's an amazing story you just told, bro. For sure, for sure, man. Definitely gotta make a trip out there one day. Definitely, bro. 
And see, I think I think that's the beauty of it with like talking about, you know, these these games, bro. Like, you know, I know everybody gets so hyped up on those those big marquee ones, bro. But even, you know what I'm saying, even for, you know what I'm saying, teams like that to where they can go to these, you know what I'm saying, go to these different places that they may not have ever thought that they could, you know, that they were going to go to or get a chance yeah. to go see, man, and, and experience this, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I mean, even if even if it's just like man, like simple as like I said, the the L.A. bowl. I mean, man, who how you know how how many people you know could really can just say like I, I've been to L.A. You know what I'm saying? Even that, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's you know that may seem like that's something normal, but that's not the case for like your average person, man. So I think um, people don't see that side of it to where like to where these bowl games matter. It's just the fact that these guys oh, yeah. can go out. You know, saying travel, um, enjoy these festivities, all while still getting ready to prepare for a game that they, you know, saying that they love and they've been preparing for, you know, saying for weeks. So yeah, now the 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 experiences that you're able to gain, you like you like. We went when I was when I was at NT in order: it was Bahamas, Hawaii, Montgomery, and New Orleans. Like, so you're talking back-to-back years, you went to the Bahamas and to Hawaii. I know there's a good handful of my of my teammates that hadn't even been out the country. Maybe hadn't even been out, you know, depending on where they're from, maybe haven't been out of that region of the, that region of the country, whether it be the South, the North, like the West Coast, like, you know, like you just never know. So to be able to really travel and see all these different places, like it's it's is it goes it goes deeper than football. Like it's you know, just the experiences you're able to have, man, just from the game. Like you said, you're talking about just anywhere, like you got the bowl in Vegas, like <laughs> this bowl game in Vegas. Like <laughs> like I I can't even imagine what's going like what they were able to do and all the little, you know. The stuff that man. that ball had playing. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it's, you know, it's just, it's cool, man. It's cool. Those, those, those are the things and those are the, the memories, a lot of that stuff that happens. Um, you don't forget. You might forget some of the stuff during the, you know, during the regular season and all that. But those ball games, man, you remember, you remember a lot of the different stuff that you, you know, you were able to do with your teammates and the, the bonds and all that stuff you're able to make. So it's fun, man. It's fun. That's I mean, that's always every team's goal. Obviously, you want to win your conference, but it's make a ball game. You want to go to a ball game for that, for that experience. So it's cool, man. It's definitely cool. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly, man. Uh, so we gonna keep ready to enjoy these bowl games as they as they go along, man. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the to the professionals here, and um, we're gonna go to the NBA um, because it's it's coming up now to their their marquee their marquee day here is is, is on the way. We know mm-hmm. football takes care of Thanksgiving, but usually uh, the NBA takes over for Christmas. Um, we got that, but before we get into those Christmas Day games, man, we got some we got some big news coming out right there in in, in the city, bro, in your city in Atlanta. 
Um, weird situation here going on now with uh, Trey Young. Um, obviously now, uh, I mean, can't really confirm if this is just like a hundred percent true, but there's the the rumors and the murmurs are definitely out now. Um, maybe that he's going to be the next, you know person here the next young superstar that's gonna say like hey i want out uh maybe you know to request a trade um if you know if things doesn't turn around or a move isn't made or whatever at the moment um i mean but you know the hawks has him under contract uh at least through the 26 27 season but he does has an uh has an early termination option after the 25 26 season uh so still that's another three, four years here down the road anyway. Um, I mean, obviously, we know the big year they had uh, two years ago making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but, you know, last, uh, was it, last year they um, made mm-hmm. the playoffs, but, uh, you know, just lost 4-1 uh, to, the, to the Miami Heat. And right now, I think at the moment, just sitting at 500, I think at sixteen and sixteen yeah. at five hundred. Yeah, so, yeah. um, and you know, we they you know they had the addition of Dejounte Murray, so you would have kind of thought, okay, Murray, Trey Young, and then there's Collins, and then you got DeAndre Hunter, uh, Capella. I mean, you, that sounds like a pretty nice young core, a group of guys who could who should probably you know be winning more games than what they're winning, but uh, right now they're. To their standards, probably very underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, there's a, a lot of word coming that maybe um, Nate McMillan may be uh, out the door, um, just because I think there was a situation where him and Trey Young kind of had a little disagreement on whether he wanted to. Um, I think it was to, to play or not, or something like that. He was injured, like had a shoulder injury or something, and I think mm-hmm. he wanted to sit out, but. You know, Nate McMillan, you know, he is kind of, from what I've, you know, seen and, and read on him, you know, he is kind of old school. So, you know, who knows how that is. But, I mean, all in all, he is, I think he's still a good coach. But um, if he's he's losing, maybe the locker room, that's what it seems like. So, uh, what do you make of all this that's going on with, with Atlanta and Trey Young? Well, first, I, I think it's... I think it's what it is. It's rumors. Uh, I don't. I don't take. I don't take it to heart. Like when I hear stuff like this, especially just kind of out of the blue, kind of like this, I just don't. I want to hear hear it from a more credible source. I guess I don't. I don't just take that stuff and run with it. So um, I think they'll be fine. Part of that is I'm, I'm gonna be completely transparent. Part of that is just the fan in me wants to make sure that everything is cool. Um, you did have an incident earlier this year where, I don't know, you know, for whatever reason, I mean, Trey didn't, it wasn't just that he didn't play, like he didn't come to the game. Uh, so, he, had, he got asked about it by some reporters. They talked. He told them it was it is in-house. It's dealt with. It's all good and everything. So, I believe that it's all good. I don't think that there's much to that to that story with him, you know, wanting to request a trade and everything. But I'll say this. Um we can't mess this up. We can't mess this up. We we 
the Hawks have a good young core with a young superstar in this league. You got, you just got DeJounte Murray, who is another young, good guard in this league. You got a backcourt that's top. You, you is definitely a top 10 backcourt. Some might say it's a top five backcourt. Uh, the house of struggle, you had injuries here and there, like Bogdan Bogdanovich, he just got back in the lineup uh, maybe a week ago, a week and a half ago, something like that, two weeks. So he just got back in the lineup. Uh, John Collins has been in and out with injuries, especially lately. DeJounte was just coming back from injury as well. Clint was out. DeAndre Hunter was out. So you had a lot of moving pieces, a lot of guys in and out of the lineup. So I'm hoping you get guys able to be healthy and get that rotation going and everybody playing they'll get it together, get on track, and and, and uh, they'll go from there and they'll be playing better basketball. Uh, but right now, I just think it's too – one, it's too early. It's December. I don't think that um, Trey is looking for an out. I think that they'll get it, they'll get it together as a team. Um, but if I had to pick between Nate and Trey, obviously I'm taking Trey. So I don't know what – I don't know what all the, the underlying stuff is with all that's going on. But I saw something earlier where it's like some, another executive was saying something about DeMar DeRozan winning out too. So this stuff, this type of stuff happens. It happens. People, you know, these rumors, these people drop, drop these stories and, you know, people get all in the uproar and try to figure out what's going on and everything. I think they'll be fine. But if there is an issue, we need to get it together, Atlanta. We need to get it together. Whoever we need to talk to, go talk to his daddy. Like, whoever we got to talk to, go talk to him. Because we cannot, we cannot lose Trey. I think Trey is going to help us get to what we want to get to. We were just knocking on the door a couple years ago. Who say we can't get back to that to that same point or even further? So, um, we just got to get it figured out. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I just think um, it's just the fact that, you know, we're pretty much almost close to, I mean, as far as like game-wise, that, you know, that they almost close to the halfway point here uh, of the 82-game season. Some 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 guys have already played 30, 32 games, 33 games. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like. We've we've gone through pretty much like a third of the season coming up, or maybe yeah, maybe like a third of the season coming up, maybe on close to halfway of the season, and going from December to January, because obviously at that point that gets closer and closer to the trade deadline, um, and then before you know this All Star break, so um, I think this is just like it's just the beginning. So you just you hear it, and that's just what you hear, like you said. I mean. There's even, like you said, there's even stuff about saying maybe DeMar DeRozan won out because of what's going on in Chicago. But, I mean, it's still early. They're only, I mean, if you look at the standings, uh, I mean, Atlanta is really technically tied for seventh. It's then mm-hmm. Miami and the Pacers both sitting at 16 and 16. Chicago is only a half a game out of what would be that play-in tournament. So, I mean, you know, they're not like – this would be different if this was Charlotte that we was talking about. I could probably wholeheartedly believe it because I'm like, all right, they sitting at eight and twenty four. They probably getting ready to go ahead and start tanking for for trying to get in that victor 
the victor went, went be in a uh, race with with Detroit because that's definitely what they doing. Um, <laughs> but, they, but that's a, that's another story for another day. That's definitely what Detroit's doing. But I mean, you know the the but Chicago, Atlanta. I mean, right now, two teams. Yes, they're they're struggling because, but they're you know dealing with a lot a, a lot of injuries, a lot of uh, different lineup changes, not really having that that core group of guys always being together. Um, but it's still kind of early in the season, you know. Now I think if obviously we go through the next month of you know January and February, and their issues are still kind of going about, and there's a you know just not enough consistency at that moment, mm-hmm. then I can understand where okay those rumors start to heat up, and I'm right there with you. I mean, I'm I'm not a Hawks fan, but I do believe that. If it came down to choosing between Coach McMillan and Trey Young, they gonna take Trey Young. You gotta go <laughs> so, with Trey, Trey, man. I'm like, they they gonna take Trey Young. So I, I don't under, you know, yeah. I, I like I like naming McMillan, but you know, I I definitely understand where if I had to make that choice, I'm definitely taking Trey Young over Coach yeah. McMillan, and that's just it is what it is with that. I mean, you know, I think there's some. I think there's some. Other pieces, if if they don't get to playing better, that might have to get moved. Um, like I said, we don't got to go deep into that, but there's some other guys, man. That they they got to pick it up. They got to pick it up. If if this thing is going to work, some guys on the certain guys on that on the squad have got to come and help. Not just Trey, but Dejounte too. Dejounte scoring twenty a night as well. So we need some of these other dudes who. We're paying who the Hawks are paying to step up and and produce as well. So, but I, I think they'll be fine. I don't, I don't think there's much to anything to it. Nah, definitely not. I mean, well, like I said, we'll see. We'll, we, this is something that can be revisited in about another month or so, and then we can be like, okay, now what's really going on? Um, but man, coming up this Sunday. Obviously, um, we got the the big five marquee uh, Christmas Day matchups that's going to be going on, uh, man. From uh, you know, from top to bottom, you know. At first, it was kind of like it, I think when they first made this schedule, and I seen the Christmas Day schedule, I was like, okay, that's cool, you know, whatever. But like now, it's like looking at them, it's just like, hey. These 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 matchups now look real real interesting, real juicy. I mean, really starting off from the top, we got um, the first game on tap: uh, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers going up to New York City to Madison Square Garden, taking on the Knicks. And I mean, like right now, I think the the Knicks have won. Uh, they they won eight straight until last night, and they lost to, to Toronto because of, I mean, Pascal Siakam Siakam scoring fifty two. That's that's hard to beat, um, but. I mean, the Knicks have won eight of their last nine. I mean, you know what the Sixers can do. Um, you know, they've been dealing with, you know, their big man guys being out too. So yeah. that's going to be a matchup right there. Um, and then the next game on tap, uh, you got the Los Angeles Lakers uh, going up against the Dallas Mavericks. Of course, now again, uh, Anthony Davis is hurt. Um, nothing new, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and and it's and I I hate it for him because it seemed like even though the record probably doesn't show, it seemed like that the Lakers were finally kind of at least having some type of groove going here. 
Um, not, you know, not granted, I think they were playing some easier teams. So, you know, it's your schedule. There's nothing you can do about that. Um, then you got the the next game after that, right there in the middle. Um, probably the two best teams in the East um, between the Milwaukee Bucks and the, and the Boston Celtics. Them playing in the Garden. And then on prime time, uh, probably the most um, anticipated matchup because it got created because of Twitter. Shout out to shout out to Twitter um, between between Draymond Green and John Moran. That's the the Memphis Grizzlies going to um, San Francisco. I almost said Oakland. God, I forgot they're not in Oakland no more. Um, <laughs> going to San Francisco to play the Golden State Warriors, who having their issues too, but. Yeah, uh, it's still the defending champions, so you got to give them their respect. And then the nightcap, um, the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, man, like I said, all all five of those games are definitely, I think, are going to be noteworthy to really watch or to to peek into. But what's what's the one game that's catching your eye? Man, if if Steph Curry was healthy. And the Warriors mm. are playing good ball. It would be that game, but it's it's Milwaukee and Boston. It's Milwaukee and Boston. You're talking about probably the best two teams in the league thus far throughout the season have been the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics, and they knuckled up and played last year in the playoffs. If I'm not mistaken, did they? Yeah, in the semis. Yeah, they play in the semi. That's what it was. They yeah, play in, they play in the, the semis. semis. So they play in the semis. This this game is going to be should the best game of the day, in my opinion. This game should be the best game of the day. Maybe outside of really the two games in the Eastern Conference might be the two best games of the entire day between the 76ers and the Knicks. The way the Knicks have been playing, and then the, the Celtics and the Bucks. But I just think the matchup with Giannis. Middleton and Holiday versus uh, Jason Tatum, the way he's been playing. I see Jalen Brown, you know Robert Williams. He's back. Like this, that game to me is supposed. To, I mean, that's why it's got the five o'clock slot. In my opinion, you got that five o'clock slot. That's going to be the best game of the day, in my opinion. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what those guys do out there on that court you know, on Sunday. I like that one. I, I, I for me, um, for me, it's between. Honestly, I, I can't really choose, but it is between. For me, it's between that that Philly, um, the Seventy Sixers and New York Knicks uh, matchup, just because. Man, you know, at some at one point, I hate to make that comparison, but it's it's kind of true. Man, watching the Knicks play on Christmas is almost kind of like watching the Lions play on Thanksgiving. It's like, damn, they always, why y'all always gonna be on the always? Why y'all? It's like, why y'all gotta play? And I know y'all gonna lose. It's, it's that market, <laughs> you know, man. You know what I'm saying? Market. But yeah, but they but they got it, man. You know, it's Madison Square Garden. But you know that, like I said, the, the Knicks they hot right now. I mean, mm-hmm. when they eight of they eight, when they eight of they last nine. Um, so. You you got that going on. Of course, you we, we know what Philly brings to the table, um, especially as they start to uh, you know get some of their guys back uh, back on the floor and back healthy. So um, I'm I'm definitely looking at that one. But uh, another one I'm I'm looking at too 
Um, it, it's the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I think the Nuggets now are. Uh, I want to say they're the the one seed right now. Now in the West, um, maybe they're in a virtual tie with um, with Memphis. But I think they have the better uh, conference record uh, right now. So I think that's what gives them the uh, the one seed there. But I mean, they're rolling, and I mean, they're, Phoenix is there right there as well in that four spot, but it's, I don't know. It feels like they don't have that same um, that same swagger and, uh, you know, just walking around like they just them dudes anymore right now. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we, we and we've all probably seen that, that, that clip of Coach Muncy Williams and DeAndre Ayton getting into it in a little – I, like I said, I don't think that's much just because I feel like that happens in any uh, type of sport. You're going to have any type of disagreements and talks. And sometimes you – I think sometimes you get, in, get into it with your coaches. Like, to me, it's, to me it's normal. I've 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 seen it. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure you might have had a couple of disagreements with a, a player and they might feel something differently about it. So, I, I don't know. I just, I just think that's normal. In, in, in sports, but you know, people are going to just kind of make that to whatever they want to make it. But um, just interesting to see because the, the Denver looks scary right now too. And then the thing is, is Jamal Murray is not even. I don't even know if he's back to even pre ACL injury Jamal Murray yet. So that's still yeah. coming along. And of course, Jokic is going to do what he does. Um, a part, a man, a, a one guy who. To me, I feel like is not getting a lot of credit on their team as well. It's Aaron Gordon. I mean, he's been like quietly yeah. so so efficient yeah. the way he's been scoring this season. It's been very efficient. So um, I don't think he's getting a, a, enough credit and enough love. Like I think he should. So he's he's been helping them out very well. And then obviously we know what Phoenix has with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, um, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson. I mean, we 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 know their squad. So. Um, you know, I think a lot of times people kind of forget about, you know, that last game, that nightcap, I, I can, I, which I can kind of understand because, you know, that'd be, that's that's 1030 for some people, uh, you know, when that's coming on and 930 for, you know, depending on where you're at, 930, 1030, going on, you know, 11 o'clock or whatever. So you're going into the, the you know, the wee midnight hour. So you may not really pay attention to that game as you would the first four um, just because you're kind of, you're more up during those times, maybe depending on, you know, who you are and what you do, uh, you're more up for it. But that um I think that game is interesting too. So I think the game that, that starts it off and then that caps it are the two that I'm I'm looking forward to. Um for sure. And like you said, I, I do wish if I think obviously if the Warriors were playing much better basketball and Steph Curry wasn't wasn't hurt. It'd be a no-brainer. Obviously, it would be Memphis and Golden State just because of how entertaining mm-hmm. that that semifinal matchup was last season. But you know, it, it is what it is, and it still probably will end up being a good game. So you know, no, uh, no, no, no biggie on that one for sure, um, because that's just you know that's that's NBA basketball for you. So um, it's just that time of the year, and the injuries start to happen, start to creep in, and. You know, we just have to they have to take it day by day with that, man. But yeah, Sunday, get ready. Uh after you open them gifts up, man, and I'll grab you a little bite to eat, sit up there and watch you some basketball. Watch you some football too, because it is Sunday. 
Uh, it'd be a couple of it'd be a couple of games on 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 Sunday, but a lot of majority of the games uh, in the NFL is actually going to be uh, this Saturday on Christmas Eve. Um, at, and then we just got started with week seven, week sixteen. I'm gonna say week seventeen. Uh, we just got done with the Thursday night football game. The Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars, yep. now seven and eight on the season. Big nineteen to three victory on the road against the New York Jets, who are now they are seven and eight as well. Um, but now that tiebreaker and man, these um these 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 playoff positions now it's it's getting it's getting tighter and tighter as we go. <laughs> yeah. And, and, oh. and, and, and into the into the week, bro. It's it's, it's getting tight. I th- at this point now, bro, I think it's gonna be some teams. It's gonna be some probably some good teams here that's gonna get left out, unfortunately, just because there's only seven spots and you know, and let's and most of them are kind of now getting getting clinched in. I mean, um, teams who have already clinched, we got uh, the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, Cincinnati Bengals, I believe have all clinched. Um, and I want to say that's in the AFC, and I want to believe in the NFC, it is the Philadelphia Eagles, the Minnesota Vikings. I believe San Francisco has clinched as well, yes, and the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Um, mm-hmm. So we got... Four out of the seven spots in the NFC clinched, and and now and obviously just three spots um in the AFC clinched. So um, we got three to well, I don't know if they've already given have they given the division to Philly yet? No, not yet. But we got we got we got three division winners. Um, well, really no, so I'm sorry. Two, we got two division winners so far, which is the Minnesota Vikings and the Kansas City Chiefs, both respectively winning their division. But I um, think. Uh... I think San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, so so it is. Okay, so it is three. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco has yeah, so, division two. Yeah. So it so it is three. Um, my bad, my bad. 49ers fans. I, my bad. I don't wanna <laughs> make y'all upset. Um, but man, you look at that 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 AFC playoff picture, and it is getting um, it's getting pretty packed. I mean, bro, I'm talking to we literally. That that those last two spots are literally separated, but it's only a two game separation between mm-hmm. six, and you can even go as far as six Man. six to fourteen. I mean, from yeah. from the from the from the Chargers even to the Steelers, the Steelers. Yeah. Once again, Mike Tomlin, the the Steelers are still in this here. <laughs> as we get That's ready with tough. three weeks left to go yeah. here. I mean in, in Cleveland as well, we're getting now getting Deshaun Watson back there. They're in this. The the Raiders are still in it. Um obviously we just seen Jacksonville defeat the Jets. Um so they're in, and really if you think about it now, Jacksonville has more than just a playoff spot on their minds now. They're only a half game back out of that division in the AFC That's South, it. which we would have we would have thought we would have thought four or five weeks ago Tennessee had it wrapped up and it was and it was over. So, um, I, what can you make about this this AFC AFC picture, bro? Like, I, I to me, I do feel like that. Um, regardless of who wins the North, I think that the Ravens and the Bengals are both in. So I feel like one of those wild card spots are already taken. 
between those two teams. Those last two is where we we got an issue. we got like just a stalemate an issue. And granted, some of these teams are going to be playing each other, so obviously this is going to knock it out. But is it between the char- between the Chargers and the Dolphins, especially since the the Chargers got that um, head to head win over Miami? Are you worried that? Maybe one of those teams are not going to be able to hold on to their spot just because some of these other teams are that some of them are starting to creep up. Yeah. Well, the the Chargers have an easier schedule, remaining schedule than the Dolphins. The Dolphins have Green Bay, New England, and then the Jets. And they get Green Bay at home. They go to New England on New Year's Day. And then last week of the season, they'll play the Jets at home. All right, the Chargers, they have the Colts, the Rams, and the Broncos. They should win those games. The Chargers are talented enough to win all three of those games. They should be able to win out. Before I go any deeper, let me just say this real quick. The Tennessee Titans better uh, figure out how to play football again. They better figure it out because they played Jacksonville the last week of the season, but they played the Titans who, I mean, I'm sorry, they played the Texans, excuse me, who have taken the the, the Chiefs and the week before that they took, they took the Chiefs to overtime and the week before that they took the Cowboys, they took the Cowboys to have a 98-yard touchdown drive to beat them. So the Titans better figure it out, or the Texans might get them at home. Then they had the Cowboys come to town next Thursday, and then they go to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. So they better figure it out, or they will lose this division. It's just that simple. They're gonna, they'll lose this division. I'm, I'm real close to saying they're going to lose it. I ain't going to go there yet. But with three weeks, with three weeks left and another matchup with Jacksonville, they better figure it out because Jacksonville is right on their heels. Um, and because of that, I, I, I would say that Miami is in, in, is in jeopardy of losing um, a playoff spot. I really wanted to see um, Miami in, uh, in the playoffs. Um, I really, really did want to see them in the playoffs. I don't know if their remaining schedule is tough. The Packers aren't much, but they, you know, they've been playing. They've been playing better as of late. New England is New England. You know, they're not great, but Bill Belichick, he still got them. You know, they're five hundred. They're right there, vying for a, you know, vying for a playoff spot. And then, uh, and then the Jets. The Jets are still in it as well. The Jets still trying to figure it out as well. So, I would say the Dolphins are probably in more danger just looking from a schedule standpoint but I also would say that the Dolphins have been playing better than the Chargers as of recently like they they almost went up to to Buffalo in that in that frigid cold and in that snow and beat Buffalo like they play I don't think that Miami is getting enough credit for all the talk that they got you know and two is he gonna be able to play in the cold 
can they go in the cold and play and this and that and the third and to be able to go up there and play the way that they did and lose by a field goal they aren't getting enough credit for the performance they put on last week but just how good of a football team that they are um but it's 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 tight it's tight right now in the end in baltimore if i if i'm if anybody should be worried, it should be Baltimore. If I'm Baltimore, I am worried because you're sitting there and luckily you had enough cushion early in the year to where these losses are racking up and it hasn't hurt you significantly. But now you lost the lead in the division. And if you keep losing, if you keep losing, Baltimore might find themselves out of the playoffs, especially if Lamar Jackson isn't able to come back. The last three games, uh, well, I'm sorry they play the Falcons. Okay. Then they play the Steelers, and then they play Cincinnati. They go and play the Bengals on the road. So if maybe if they can get Lamar back, he's not playing. He's not playing this weekend. But if they can get Lamar back, maybe for those last two games, maybe that'll help keep them afloat. But they got to figure something out because if if Lamar isn't able to come back, they might find themselves out of the playoffs. So. If I'm Baltimore, I'm real. I'm really, really. I'm. I'm not hitting the panic button just yet, but it's okay. We got to start picking up some wins, or it, it might get a little touchy in Baltimore here pretty soon. Yeah, I'm. I could see that, but I, I honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I think all they need is one more. <clears throat> I think all they need is one more dub. I think. I think ten. You think ten to get it? I think ten to get it. How? I but honestly, I, I I see them. I can see them winning two out of the next three. I think I, for sure if they win two out of the next three, they're a lock. Because there's no that. way you yeah. there's no way you don't get in at eleven and six. Because we that's what that's what honestly that's what we think that the Chargers are going to do is going to win out. So mm. that's why I, I can I can see the, the the panic in it because they they could mess around and lose all three. And now instead of <laughs> being a lock to get in, they go to nine and eight. And I don't, I don't think nine gets you in. I think you need at least no. ten. I don't think no. nine to get you in. Only way nine gets you in is if you, if is if you win the division with nine wins. And the only division right now I see that happening with would be the the AFC South. AFC South, yeah. So, I, I don't, I don't know, man. But yeah, Miami, unfortunately, because they're they're such a good team. But it scares me just because of who they have left to play compared to everybody mm-hmm. else. Now, like I said, obviously, granted, some of these other teams are going to kind of eliminate themselves because they play each other, like the Raiders and Steelers play each other this this uh, this Saturday night. So that's pretty much a de facto elimination game there. So probably loser that game is probably out. You know what I'm saying? So. um Maybe not officially, but it's, it's, it'd be hard for them to <laughs> to get in. But <clears throat> that's there over there in the AFC is for sure a, a stalemate. But you could say the same thing over in the NFC too. I mean, most it's it's a the picture is probably a little bit more clearer. But you really don't know who those those last two mm-hmm. uh, playoff spots can go to as well because obviously Dallas is locked in. They're probably gonna be locked in at the five. They're in. Um, it looks like unless um, 
unless something happens and we see maybe Minnesota is locked in at that two seed, but I don't know. Denver, Denver, San Francisco obviously will be fighting for that two seed. I think Philly obviously will still stay in the number one spot. Um, Tampa doesn't deserve to get in, but everybody else in the NFC South is so terrible. I don't see how. I don't see how they they that they don't. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> um, but you, you got the you got the Giants and the Commanders both right now in the six and seven spot. Um, and that is <laughs> crazy. That tie is kind of helping both of them at the moment. Um, yeah. Just because you didn't win, you didn't win, but you didn't lose. But it's definitely making a difference, you know, in that. But, um, man, when you look, though, the team, I think that obviously this getting that recognition or catching everybody by surprise now is the, the, the Detroit Lions. I mean, started yeah. out one and started out one and six and now they've won six out of their last seven um, and like legit has a shot like a shot to get into the playoffs and you got them in their Seattle and I mean Green Bay still has an outside shot but man um do you think can can the Giants and the Commanders both hold on to them those spots or do you think Seattle or Detroit one of those teams will catch one of them and and make it in if there's a team to catch them, I think it might be Detroit. The way Detroit has been playing, especially as of late, you talk like you, you just mentioned it. Start off one and six. They've won six out of their last seven games, and and, and pretty much played played uh, Buffalo to the to the brink <laughs> that Thanksgiving like, game. So so they, I mean they are playing good 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 football. Seattle started off hot, and they've kind of tailored off to this point. Remaining, the Lions have the Panthers, the Bears, and the Packers. Oh, that's all very three games are very winnable games. They could win all three of those games and finish the season at ten and seven. They could finish the season at ten and seven. Seattle has kind of fallen off the deep end. They lost to the Panthers, which you shouldn't lose that game the way they were playing earlier in the year. Then they lost to San Francisco. They have the Chiefs, the Jets, and the Rams left. Yeah. Uh, they should. The Chiefs should beat them. I could definitely see the Jets winning that football game, and then the Rams. They should beat the Rams. But I don't. The Lions right now have the have the easiest remaining schedule. The easier, excuse me, remaining schedule. I definitely could see the Lions finding a way to make the playoffs, which is. <laughs> which is wild, which is wild to me. Um, but I think the Lions might jump and they'll jump in Seattle and getting into it. I think that the Giants, I think the Giants and the Commanders will end up holding on. Um, now the Commanders have a, a big game on, they have two big games left, but they have a big game on Saturday. They have they go to San Francisco. They're playing the 49ers. That's a big game. All right, they if they're going to hold on, they got to win two out of the last three. They play the 49ers, the Browns, and then the Cowboys. They got to find a way to either get that 49ers game or get that Cowboys game. If the Cowboys 
they already locked into the playoffs. If everything is all set seeding wise, you would think maybe the Cowboys don't play all of their guys. They're not playing everybody that Prescott, all those starters, those type of dudes. So maybe, you know, they can get that game because they're not playing everybody. But you got to find a way to win two out of the three. You got to beat the Browns. You got to find a way to beat the 49ers and the Cowboys to stay alive. The Giants have the Vikings, the Colts, and the Eagles. So their remaining schedule is easier as well. They're going to Minnesota. They're going to Minnesota this weekend. You get the Colts at home, and then you got to go on the road to play Philly. Philly, last game, that's the last week of the season. Philly shouldn't be playing anybody. They should be all locked up. So you would imagine that the Giants, if they're, you know, if they're not locked in yet, they'll still be playing for their playoff lives. So they should win that game if Philly isn't playing Hurts and Brown and Smith and all those dudes I'm on offense and defense. So um, it's going to be interesting, man. I think Seattle is – I think Seattle, all those three teams, Seattle is, is the team that is – they should be worried the most. They should be on alert. They gotta, they gotta get back on the winning track, or Detroit's gonna jump them. Or Detroit's gonna jump them. I don't know who's gonna win the, the NFC South. I, I just, I, uh, in my opinion, I don't think any of the teams in the NFC South deserve to be in the playoffs. The way they don't look, the way all the teams have looked. So. It looks like Tampa, you got to have all four division winners. So Tampa might be finding their way in, but it's it's all bad in the NFC South right now. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be Tampa, bro. Let's just, <laughs> that's not even like, that's not even, yeah. yeah that's no, what it should that's, be. That's what that's, it should it's, be. It's, it's, it's going to we'll be see. Tampa, bro. Yeah. They got the Cardinals, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. Who knows? Probably, probably by week, probably by week eighteen, by by default, they'll probably win the division. <laughs> Just yeah. Because if if it ends up to those teams are losing before they could play them, as long as they don't lose, as long as they don't keep losing, yeah, I don't know who they. They'll have it. They'll have it wrapped. I mean, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons to end the season. I I don't see how I don't see how the Buccaneers can lose that one. Yeah, we, they should get two of them. Hopefully, one yeah. of them isn't isn't the dirty birds. But yeah, so I I think that I think Seattle Seattle is the team that needs to be on high alert because Detroit is on a roll. They're on a roll right now. Yeah, for for sure. It's it's definitely Seattle who is um they in big trouble. They are in yeah, they in big trouble and uh I, I don't want I don't want to say Washington cuz I I I kind of thought that they I thought that they would jump Seattle and they get in and the Giants would stay in there, but I don't know. Well, it could be the Giants too cuz that that th- that three-game schedule is kind of rough. I think what's going to be interesting is is kind of what happens, which I know that's that's a well a ways away from now. That's that's not two whole weeks away from now. But I guess what will happen those week eighteen matchups, the fact that 
Washington is playing Dallas and the Giants is playing the Eagles. And both of those teams have playoff spots wrapped up. I mean, unless something happens to where, like, Philly goes on a losing streak, they should have the one seed. Um, and I think Dallas will end up being locked in at the five. So if those, if they're locked in, we, we're at that, like you said, we're at that conundrum to where does Philly and Dallas respectively, do they play their starters? Do they play mm-hmm. their starters and say, like, we don't want y'all to get that rest. You know what I'm saying? Y'all keep playing. Um, and to play to where a team, one of those two teams can't make it into, <laughs> can't make it into the playoffs and then give uh, another team like Detroit a chance, like how we think that they do because of how favorable their schedule is. Obviously, compared to, compared to the, the Detroit, Detroit has the most favorable schedule out of those four teams because of them playing Chicago, Green Bay, and who else is it that they have? Uh, the Panthers. They got the Panthers this week. So, I mean, if they if they can go out there and win those, man, mm-hmm. I you know I think I think they can make a case to where. That, that that might help them, and honestly, that might help them because who at that point who they need to probably who they probably need to probably lose at that point would probably be, I guess maybe the Giants. I don't know, but I'm saying, bro, that, that tie is kind of helping them because Detroit can win out and they'll have more wins, but they'll still have one more loss. <laughs> Compared to the Giants and in Washington, so I don't I don't know that tie is is holding weight for sure. But yeah, man, I I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting to see what what happens here these these next three weeks, man. Because it's 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 some big ones coming up. But it's it's funny that we're mentioning about all the these teams in the NFC, and that's pretty much what we went with for pickums this week. Is 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 nothing but NFC games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we mentioned, um, New York Giants going up to Minnesota playing the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings do have the um, the NFC North clinch, but the the one seed is not too far out of the question. I mean, they're only a couple games back with three to go, so they still got something to play for if they want to try to get that one seed, knowing that Philly is going to be without um Jalen Hurts this week uh Gardner Minshew will be the starter but we'll get to that game later um but obviously the Giants are trying to keep keep afloat and stay in in the position that they're in for the playoffs and then you got Minnesota um who you got in this one because of what you just what you just mentioned with Minnesota knowing that Jalen Hurts is out and you're only two games back they now, even with Jalen Hurts being being healthy, but now you you have a, a a shot again that number one seed and having the NFC having to go through Minneapolis and go through Minnesota. I'm I'm a roll with I'm roll with the Vikings to win this game. Um, the Giants' defense is is better than the Colts, so. As good as Minnesota is on offense, you cannot go down by 33 points to to the Giants. I don't think that's going to happen. But you can't go down by 33 points to the Giants because 
you will not come back and win that football game against that defense, against that Giants defense. I'm going to just put that out there right now. But I just think the the Vikings are too explosive on on offense, too many weapons. Uh, the defense has been suspect. The defense has had their problems, um, especially recently in these last couple weeks. But the Giants, just, in my opinion, just don't have enough firepower to go into Minnesota and, and win that game. So I'm going to roll with the Vikings. I'm going to roll with the Vikings to win this game. Um, I think it's going to be a good good game. I think the Giants defense will keep it close. But I think too much Justin Jefferson, too much Dalvin Cook, TJ Hawkinson, KJ Osborne, Adam Thielen. I just, it's too many weapons, too many options for Kirk, Kirk Cousins in that offense for Minnesota. Man, Minnesota confuses me, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. Oh, like, you ain't the only one. Trust me, you are not the only one. <laughs> I like, don't get it. I I want to go ahead and pick them, and I think they will end up still winning. Um, but for them to just go down like thirty three to nothing like that, and then like it seemed like they had no type of mojo or anything offensively, and then it's just all of a sudden it just I mean, that's great that it worked, but like you said, that's not going. That is not going to happen on uh, that New York Giants defense for sure. Mm-hmm. If if it's um if it's one of them ugly, slow grinded out games, I'm gonna be nervous for Minnesota because that's that's the type of game that the Giants want. They want it slow, grinded out. Um, we gonna hand the ball off to Saquon Barkley twenty twenty times, mm-hmm. get him involved. Run Daniel Jones if we can. Um, we gonna we gonna make this ugly. Keep that offense. Keep that high powered offense off of the field. Um, Minnesota got to make this attract me, bro. They they have to like yeah. like like how Dalvin Cook scored on that eighty that seventy five yard screen pass track me. Like and it has to be it has to be one of them because if not, if it's a, one of those slow low scoring grinded out type of games, I will be nervous. For Minnesota, but I, I do think that they do, will have enough to pull it out offensively. Because um, uh, defensively, Minnesota isn't that great either. Um, so who who knows how that how that'll go? But I think offensively, it will be too much firepower for the Giants to handle, and I think Minnesota um, keeps on winning. The uh, next game we got on tap, let's go with the Washington Commanders going up to San Francisco and playing the 49ers, who probably, I don't know if they're looking into um, the one seed, but they might want to jump Minnesota. So they probably they probably cheering for the Giants in this one, but they just want to handle business. Obviously, Washington is trying to hold on to their seventh and last final playoff spot. So, um Man, who you got in this one? Yeah, they might not be able to get that one seed, but you can definitely get Minnesota for that two seed. Uh, this is going to be a defensive battle, in my opinion. I think this will be a defensive battle. Um, I'm gonna go with the 49ers. It's kind of kind of the same thing as as the uh, for the Giants, man. I think is there's too much. Too many weapons. Too many weapons. Um, obviously, the loss of Debo Samuel. We'll see how the 49ers deal with that. 
of Debo Samuel not being being in available for this game with his injury. Uh, but you still have Christian McCaffrey, you still have George Kittle, you still have Brandon Ayuk, you still have weapons out there for Brock Purdy to take advantage of. It's going to be tough trying to run that football on this on this commander's front front seven, especially that defensive line is one of the best units, defensive line units in the league. Um, but I'm, I'm going to roll with the 49ers. That defense, as much as of a hit not having Debo out there, that 49ers defense, man, we talked about it. it they're ridiculous. It's, it, it, I don't – I wouldn't want to play them. I wouldn't want to play this defense at all. So they're going to have the work cut out for them. Tyler Heineke and in that offense is going to have the work cut out for him playing his 49ers defense. I think they get the job done. I think the 49ers get the win. Yeah, once again, I think this is just like when we talked about um, um, last week with San Francisco playing Tampa. I just think if you can get 17, 17 is all you need for that defense. Yep. You get 17, I think that's enough. Like, seriously, I I feel like it's only – I feel like it's only a couple teams who could probably really give that 49ers defense some fits, which one of those teams was Kansas City. Um, I'm not even confident to say any other team can do it. Maybe Philly um, because of, uh, with a healthy Jalen Hurts. But other mm-hmm. than that, I, 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 don't, I don't see too many other – I don't see too many other offenses that can give that defense fits like that. Um, I would love to say the Vikings, but I don't trust Kirk Cousins enough. So – uh, but yeah, I think that that defense would do just enough again. Uh, Brock Purdy would make just the right amount of plays, and obviously, like you said, we got the weapons that they got: George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, even even without Debo, yes, not having Debo out there it hurts for 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 the Forty ers But that defense is so wicked, and as long as Brock Purdy isn't doing anything to cost them the game. They'll be fine. It's at home, too, so I think that gives them another um, added bonus. Um, I, you know, but even if it's on the road, I think I probably still would take San Francisco. But at, at home, it's another plus for them, so I'm definitely going to take uh, San Francisco on that one, too. Um, and then the last game we got on tap, uh, man, it's not going to have the same amount of flair as it is because Jalen Hurts isn't going to play, but there's Philly going up, to, going down to Dallas to play the Cowboys here for the second matchup. Um, and obviously, everybody saw the little video of the, the Michael Parsons on the podcast with Von Miller on the, on the Von cast and saying, you know, questioning whether if the success of Jalen Hurts is it really him or is it the team that he's around and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, obviously all that happens, but then it looks like he was looking ahead because the Jaguars <laughs> beat the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, Philly Philly won, but obviously at a at a at a at a at a price of losing hurts at least for this this week. Um so Gardner Minshew will be the starting quarterback um going down to Dallas. Do you think the Cowboys can take advantage of this opportunity or is Philly just literally the better team? And it, not to say it doesn't matter who's that quarterback, but it, it could get done either way. Who you got? Well, they better take advantage 
or Gardner Minshew not playing. They better <laughs> if, if if just for psyche, for mental psyche, for that mental edge, if they lose to the Eagles where Gardner Minshew as the quarterback, I don't know. I don't know if they I don't know if they'll win a playoff game, bro. How do you, I don't know if they want to play, how do you recover from that? Because inevitably, if the, if, if you want to win the Super Bowl, if you want to get to the Super Bowl, right now, you got to go through Philly. And if you lose, you lost to him with, with Jalen Hurts. If you lose to him with that backup quarterback, how do you come back from that? And obviously, they wouldn't play the Eagles in the first round. That's why I don't know if, if, if they would win that first playoff matchup because you have to, you got to face those demons. You, the media is going to kill the Cowboys if they don't win this game. Now, I do believe that Philly, top to bottom, is a better team. I believe that um, offensively, they have more weapons. I believe offensively, they're better, a better run game. Um, I think on defense, they're better. Um, the Cowboys have more holes. Their rush defense is, isn't great. That's suspect. Uh, in the secondary, they're suspect. You know, the, the corner opposite of Trayvon Diggs, you know, that's a liability for them as well. Um, they need to figure out, they need to find a way to win this football game. They got to win this game. They have to make things uncomfortable for Gardner Minshew. They have to find a way to stop this run game. You got to imagine that they're going to lean heavy on the run game with Miles Sanders. He's going to get a lot of touches. They're going to try to get the ball out of his hands quick, not let uh, Demarcus Lawrence and uh, Micah Parsons and those boys, you know, be able to pin their ears back and, and go and get after Minshew. <laughs> for comedic purposes, with the Eagles, just for comedic, just so I could laugh. I would go with the Eagles, but I'm I'm a I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys at home will find a way to win this game because they need it. Because they need it, they have to win this football game. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys at home to beat Gardner Minshew and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you talking about comedy, then I guess I'm Steve Harvey. I'm gonna take the Eagles, bro. I, I I think Dallas should win it, but I'm gonna take the Eagles just because I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna take the Eagles, bro. Because it's Dallas and it's December. That that's that's really all I got to say on that. Like literally, bro. I'm watching the game. The game is playing last week, and you know I'm seeing it. And my girl was like, oh, the Cowboys on? I'm like, yeah. You know, looking at the score, this is when they were up like 14, 17 points or whatever. And you know what I'm saying? She was just like, oh, this this might be the year they're going to win. And I was like, nah, you know, it's December. That's when they start to lose. So I don't know. This game really ain't even. And it, it, honestly, I was just joking around. You know what I'm saying? I don't really think they're going to still win it because, you know, it's against the Jaguars. And then, bro, I take me a little power nap. I wake up and I see it's about to go to overtime. I said, what? <laughs> What's going on? So it's just like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is 
with the Cowboys, bro. Like they, 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 they have that. You know, they have that questionable loss or lost couple losses or questionable couple losses in the beginning of the year. Uh, they get on when they're good. They get on this streak. They seem like they could be one of the you know the better teams in the in the conference and the division in the league. And then all of a sudden, December gets here, and I swear, they just don't know how to play football no more, bro. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in reality, the, the Dallas should win this game. I Honestly, I'm hoping that they do just because, like you said, for their psyche, they can feel a little bit better. And I know even if they win it, people are going to be like, oh, well, y'all didn't, they didn't play against uh, Jalen Hurts, so that might have been the difference there. So what? Um, it is what it is, but I – I'm going to go with the Eagles because I just feel like Dallas is going to blow it like they always do. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Eagles. Yeah, you just you just trying to see. you trying to see the implosion. you trying to see it happen early. Facts. I'm, I'm on my Stephen A. Yep. <laughs> what what can go wrong? What we'll can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you, boy, if, if they lose, if they lose, uh, Michael Irvin might not want to show up on Monday. Oh. Oh, bro. bro I'm, show up on I'm, Monday. I'm locked and loaded, sitting there waking up, ready oh, for first take. <laughs> do not, do not show up to first take. Don't show up to New York on Monday, Michael Irvin. If the Cowboys lose this game, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. My, uh, Marcus Spears, don't do it. Stay away. Stay away. They, they not gonna be able to escape it though, bro. You know, Stephen A. Gonna find them. <laughs> <laughs> You know he gonna find those folks, man. So it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. Nah, for sure. I got in reality they should win, but it's just I don't know, man. The Cowboys just be finding a way to just blow it at the at the end. Yeah, I, I really don't, mm-hmm. and I really I can't put my finger on it, so I don't even know why they just they just do it. That's that's really it. Man, as we get ready to wrap up here, another episode. Uh, man, you got any last words, any shout-outs you want to give? No, sir. As as usual, it's... Um, happy, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. And also a Happy New Year as well. Uh, it's a great time of the year, man, to be able to spend time with your, with your family, with your loved ones. Um, I'm blessed to be able to be back home and be able to see my folks and everything. So um, we're going, you know, seeing my grandparents, uncles, aunts, all that type of stuff for Christmas and everything. So it's a good time of year to just be able to um, be around your loved ones, man. I feel like this is always a time for me personally where I can kind of get back grounded and remind, remind myself of what's truly important. And you know what kind of your your what's your motivation, your drive and everything. So um as always continue to stay safe, continue to um, you know, stay healthy, do what you need to do out here. Um it does get crazy around this time of year with Christmas and then New Year's, people kinda get people get bold and, you know, and do some do some crazy stuff. So please, 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 please pay attention to what you're doing, where you're doing it. Um Pay attention to your surroundings and everything. Everybody be safe uh, going into this new year. And um, 
I'm gonna steal your steal your love, man. Peace, love, and tranquility, man. That's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh man, before I get started, I I really I meant to say this in the beginning when we was talking about the NFL, but um. I don't want to forget it now since it came, but man, rest in peace to the legend, uh, Franco Harris. Franco uh, Harris, man. Passed away earlier this week and was actually, I I believe he was set to get his number retired there at the Raiders Steelers game this uh, this Saturday because it was the 50th anniversary of the uh, Immaculate Reception. uh, Mm -hmm. The game, you know, the incredible catch that happened to pretty much that launched the Steelers dynasty um <laughs> in the seventies. So uh man, um yeah, definitely rest in peace to uh to to the legend Franco Harris. Um uh, I know that's probably gonna be uh an emotional moment for all uh all Steelers fans uh in in that stadium uh, just in in nationwide who are Steelers fans because like I said I believe his jersey was about to get retired is is going to get yep. retired uh this mm-hmm. Saturday. Um it's gonna be and it's a primetime game, so um on NFL Network. So it's definitely um man, I'm pretty sure a lot of people who got tickets there probably um I don't wanna say uh question the man upstairs, but they they probably feel robbed the fact that they're not going to be able to see um yep. Mr. Mr. Franco Harris in person to get his jersey retired, but um, it, you know that's uh, life. I, I guess you know things things happen for everything happens for a reason. So, uh, rest in peace to Mr. Franco Harris, and uh, definitely praying for his family uh, and the Stiller family too as well. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I, I don't really got anything else to say either, man. Just the usual for sure. Um, definitely take the time out to enjoy this time being with your family. This is a this is another little period where we can everybody kind of gets just a couple of days to kind of reset, get themselves back focused, especially as you get ready to head into the new year. Um, man, shout out to everybody who keeps listening in to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate your support. Um, follow the socials uh, on, on on the Twitter, on the Instagram. Uh, man, just continue to um, listen and subscribe. Um, keep sharing it out to everybody. Uh, man, um, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. No means no. No means no. You know what I'm saying? I know it's Christmas and... Uh, when we get with the families, you know, they might ask about your little friend <laughs> or whatever. No you know doubt. what I'm saying? Just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just make sure everything is all good or whatever. Um and if you if you going out this weekend, you bold because boys, it's too cold to be going out. So, but <laughs> <laughs> if you are a man, yeah, for sure protect yourself, like you said, bro, because it, it gets crazy out here around this time of the year for sure. Don't matter where you at. Mm-hmm. Um Man, uh, but yeah, keep keep um keep supporting the podcast, man. Keep listening in um, Google, Spotify, uh, Apple, um, SoundCloud, wherever that you can try to get your podcast that you're listening to. Keep on listening to it, uh, man. Until the next uh until the next time, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.